the Candid Confidence Podcast. I'm your host, Leah Pardee. I'm a business coach for entrepreneurs and a meditation and mindfulness instructor. I teach you how to give less fucks and own your authentic confidence so you can launch and scale your purposeful online business and change the world. On this podcast, you'll hear from me and amazing guests on mindset, spirituality, and entrepreneurship. Girl, let's do the damn thing. Hello, everybody. Thank you for tuning in. I have been very, very inspired to do this video for you. Um, I've been putting this off, even though I felt called to, to speak on this topic. I've been putting this off because it can get a little controversial. But here we are to talk about releasing hate and choosing love in a fucked political climate. Um, referring to the US, although, hello, if you're watching from Canada, I know many of you are enjoy our shit show enjoy enjoy the program a little more um there's more to come i promise you that so obviously in the us we have a two-party system uh primarily and that is what we're here to discuss why is there so much animosity between both sides how can we decide to release our judgment which at this point for many people there's hatred towards the other side um, how can we release some of that to relieve stress, the stress that's putting on ourselves, putting on our relationships, putting on, you know, between friends and family and coworkers, whoever in your, in your uh, world is, is um, the other side to you, how can we choose love instead? And, you know, we're, there's also a pandemic going on, right? Uh, did you guys know like up to 70, around 70% of doctor visits are caused by stress as the root cause? We have a lot of stress going on due to what's going on in politics, and I'm here to help you guys uh, release some of that. I want to talk about beliefs, how our beliefs are created, because I think it's really important to have an understanding of how the brain works when it comes to beliefs, because this is ultimately why there's so much anger um, and so much, you know, defensiveness when someone questions our belief systems. So how beliefs are created, a belief is just a thought that we've had typically more than once charged by an emotion. So when we when we're children and we're going through trauma or we're seeing our parents go through trauma or there's fear in the household or in our environment, um, strong emotions really create beliefs. And, you know, <laughs> we're really walking subconscious minds as children, soaking everything up like a sponge. Um, inheriting belief systems, wearing them like our own for years to come. Um, as we get into you know teenager years, young adulthood, the prefrontal cortex, which is the part of the brain that really um, processes logical thinking, does not fully develop until age 25. So there's a lot of time there when we're absorbing others' beliefs and they become our own, right? It's not that our beliefs are all lies or, or fake or not real but just because something is one of our beliefs does not make it real doesn't make it real at all okay some of them may be the ultimate truth but they are not all the ultimate truth and just because they feel like the ultimate truth to us does not make them the ultimate truth of the universe right otherwise we would all have the same beliefs instead of having such differing beliefs I want you to think about somebody that you love, someone that maybe you admire, that you find intelligent, that you find um, has a good heart on the other side. 
do you know anyone on the other side? Um, you know, if you're a conservative, maybe this is someone who leans more liberal and vice versa. Do you know anybody who you can think of that you admire and you you think is, is someone that is intelligent and, and lovely and has a good soul, but maybe has different beliefs than you, right? We, most of us can, and if you can't, you and if, if everyone around you shares your same beliefs, I urge you to go and explore the world. <laughs> um, I, I'm not going to get into my own, you know, beliefs in this video because that's not the idea here. Um, I'm definitely going to remain bipartisan. However, I can say that growing up in the suburbs. Uh, I, I very much understood one belief system. And then when I went to college and um, after college moved into rural Western Pennsylvania, I saw a completely different perspective. I saw a whole bunch of people in a new culture who believed something completely different than what most people I was around as a child believed and in high school and everything like that. And that opened up my perspective so much. Um, I'm really grateful for, for that experience to kind of see both sides. Um, so I urge you to, to figure out a way, and we're going to get into this, how can we spend time learning the perspective of others without judgment and hate and anger building up inside of us? Um, but let me also, I want to explain the ego. <laughs> so our ego is basically the part of us that basically leads from fear. It's designed to keep us safe. It keeps us from doing things that are dangerous, that are risky. Um, it keeps us from embarrassing ourselves sometimes. It wants us to stay in our comfort zone. It wants us to stay small. Um, it's the part of us that gets really, really defensive when someone questions our beliefs. So that feeling you get when you hear someone um, who maybe you don't like Donald Trump and this person loves Donald Trump, or maybe you see a certain political meme and it really triggers you, or somebody presents their beliefs to you about religion or um, another like a sensitive topic like abortion and you feel angry, you feel defensive. That is the, our friend, the ego, and the ego wants us to feel right. It always wants us to feel like we're right. How does it feel when we have to tell someone, hey, I was wrong. Actually, I need, to, I need to retract the statement I made. I was wrong. It's hard, right? It's hard because our ego doesn't want us to do that because that's uncomfortable. So our ego is always telling us, hey, you're right. Your beliefs are the right ones. They're crazy over there. I don't know what the fuck they're thinking. Um, and it's the part of us that gets really defensive when other people's perspectives come about. And so we're, when we're led by the ego, when we're allowing ourselves to be led by the ego, we're really choosing fear. We're really allowing fear to dictate our, our belief systems, the way we interact with the world, the way we perceive the world. That's like the fear-based side of us. The side of us that is based on love that it comes from God, that comes from source, that's our intuition. That's our higher self inside of our hearts, right? That's where that is. That is the feeling of, you know, <laughs> wanting to lovingly um, express yourself in a way that maybe could potentially put yourself in an awkward position, but truly coming from intention of love versus coming from an intention of how can I make this person know they're wrong? How can I prove my side is the right one, right? That would be the, the fear-based side. Because if you think about it, our belief, a lot of our beliefs in the political climate are based on fear. 
right? Fear, we want to protect what we feel is ours. We want to protect um, the beliefs that we have because that that makes us feel correct. And that allow like really creates, um, you know, that creates a lot of turmoil when everyone's just fear is on the outside and we're all just arguing with each other over who's right. I also want to explain, this is the third thing I want to explain, the reticular activating system. This is the part of the brain that filters information automatically. We don't know this is happening. So if you've decided by now, you know, maybe you have an opinion of Donald Trump like every human on the planet does. Maybe you decided he's an idiot. Okay, let's just say that. Your reticular activating system, once that belief is there, is going to steer you in the direction of confirming your own bias. So when you turn on Fox News, you might start getting really mad. You might start seeing um, the perspective of everything that Trump is doing is wrong. He could probably start a fund to donate kittens to veterans who are homeless, and it would be wrong because our reticular activating system is confirming our bias that he's already a dick. Similarly, if you hate Biden, you might you might watch him and notice every single flaw. You might pick out every single thing that you think is wrong and it, because your brain is is filtering the information to you that way. And so we tend to we tend to notice things, right? So have you ever bought a new a new model of a car or decided you liked a, a type of car you hadn't noticed before? Next thing you know, they're everywhere. And you're like, wait, I never saw this car until last week and now they're everywhere? How does it make sense? Your reticular activating system has picked up on that. And so now it's looking for it for you. It, it literally is what shapes our perspective because it's what, it's how we are filtering information. It's, it's why two people can watch the same presidential debate and see you know, favoritism towards a different person. And you're like, well, that's not what I saw because we're all seeing through our own lens. This is why I, I feel like this conversation is so important because for people who don't understand this, you're, you're gonna have way more judgment and way more hatred and way more anger than if you can really sit with the truth that we are all seeing the world through our own perspective, our own lens, our own bias. When we are armed with that information, we can do a lot more good because we can have conversations without jumping down someone's throat. We can present our opinions without needing to prove that we're right. Um, we can see the light in others. We can see how someone else might still be a good hearted person, even if their beliefs are different, because we know that we have our own biases and they have their own biases and that we're all, we're all still one. Right. Um, so when I you know, was growing up Christian, I really was never presented with like the spirituality side of things. And maybe I was, but I wasn't picking up on it. I was ignoring it. Um, it wasn't part of my world. I wasn't, it wasn't coming into my, into my world. But when I started learning about it, I became very defensive. I was like, oh no, this is not right. You know, Christianity is the only way. It's the only thing. Uh, these people with their tarot cards and their spirituality, uh, they're, they're just crazy. This is not right. Um, I wanted to learn how to meditate because I learned about the health benefits. But I literally remember thinking, what if God is mad that I'm meditating? What if that's like wrong? Meanwhile, next time I opened the Bible, I realized meditation is all throughout the Bible, but I didn't have a lens picking up on it. So anytime I had read the Bible previously, I had ignored that tidbit because it wasn't, you know, my, my reticular activating system hadn't picked up on that concept. 
So we just ignored it, right? Um, but this, but now, obviously, my perspective has shifted on a lot of things. But that's just an example for me how my own biases have played out and how I have a tendency, just like anyone else, to see things through my own lens. Um, so we have a couple different options. You know, we can choose to live in judgment and fear, making decisions that way, seeing each other, seeing the darkness in each other, deciding that people who have a Trump sign in their yard are morons and people with a Biden sign are idiots. We can, we can see the world that way, or we can return to love. We are all one. We oneness connecting us all through source and through love is peace in our hearts. And when we create these separations, when we create this, this two-sided thing and you have to pick a side and they have to hate each other, that's, that's driving us further and further away from love. Um, if you guys have not seen The Social Dilemma, I highly recommend it. It really explains how social media is part of the reason why there's an increased animosity between the two sides. Uh, for one, one example, we, we know that like um, Google and Facebook, they show us, <laughs> kind of confirm our biases too, right? Because through data collection, they, they know our perspective. They know which memes we're liking. They know what, what side we're on. And they feed us things that we want to see. Um, if you're like many people, maybe your feed is full of things that confirm what you believe because maybe your friends and family have similar beliefs or whatever. Um, we are constantly being fed what we already believe. And it's just, it's just confirming it more and making us hate the other side more. And then the other reason why I think this has gotten so bad, um, we don't have any, the media in the United States has become completely fucked in the sense that you only have media that's, that's biased. You truly do. You have Fox, which is clearly leaning conservative. And then you have CNN and a few others that are clearly leaning liberal. Most of the time, Republicans are going to watch Fox and liberals are going, Democrats are going to watch CNN. And once again, we're being confirmed, confirmed, confirmed. Um, you can try watching the other, the other side's news, but you're, you're going to see it through a lens of this is wrong. You're going to be pointing out the things it's, it's crazy. And that, the fact that we don't have any news that's strictly bipartisan anymore and really shows us just the facts without presenting them in, in a uh, in a way that's subconsciously trying to manipulate us, that's a problem. That's a really big problem. Um, we have to continue to spread this message. That's why I feel like it was so important to come on here and talk about this because some people don't realize this and you just it's just creating more anger and more anger and more anger. Do we want our children growing up in a world where everyone fucking hates each other? I don't think so. Like, can we just go to Thanksgiving this year and like not have like fights with people? Um, so here's here's what I would recommend. Can you can you take a look at your beliefs? Can we take a deeper look at the, the beliefs we have, journal them out, write them down, ask ourselves, where did this come from? When's the first time I can remember having this belief? And then we can take a closer look at where this truly came from. Did it come from fear? Did it come from love? What's truly behind it? And is it serving us? Is it what we feel is the ethical solution for the world? Um, and, and start to notice the feelings that come up when you get triggered. 
notice the times when someone pisses you off or a circumstance around politics or, or whatever these these topics are and start to pay attention to that and journal on that too and ask yourselves why why was i so triggered by this when we're triggered it's on us it's an opportunity for us to grow truly is what it is we get to look at why we feel so strongly that way we get to look at how can i release this judgment and allow myself to see the light in others. And when we do that, when we are able to meet with other people who have different opinions, see their light, see their goodness, and hear them out and hear their perspective presented in a, in a polite way, that's, that's where we can really um, make changes and, and really shift into what we believe deep, deep, deeply inside of us to be true. So... <laughs> Probably the best advice would be avoid political conversations, especially with people you already know disagree. However, there are times when you can have conversations in a way where everyone presents their perspectives and everyone responds with curiosity. And that's where you can truly grow from one another. Um, you know, think about how you feel when someone kind of is accusatory when you give your opinion they're accusatory they're getting you can see they're getting triggered they're getting defensive how does that make you feel it makes you put up a wall you put up a wall and nothing's getting past it so when we do that approach with each other we're not getting the fuck anywhere except for further away from each other and further away from love but when you can present your opinions in a way that comes from love, doesn't come from a need to prove you're right, but comes from love and curiosity and, and your own perspective, that is where you can really, if you desire to, you know, make changes and allow people to see things in a new way. Although it is extremely hard to change someone's beliefs. Um, you're certainly not probably not going to change someone's beliefs by attacking their meme on Facebook or jumping down their throat. It's our beliefs run deep. We, we have to do our own work to undo beliefs that limit us and hold us back and hold us in, in a place of hate. So all we can do, all we can do is learn to release the judgment, pray, meditate, journal to release the judgment, decide to see the good in others, decide to look at their perspective and really try to try to put yourself in their shoes. If you grew up where they grew, grew up, if you went through their traumas, if you experience the world through their unique lens, maybe you would feel that way too. Can we at least try that on for size and really get down to seeing the other people not as bad or evil or stupid, but as another human who's gone through different things than us and has a different perspective. That's really all that it is. You know, we, we've, there's been so many times over history constantly, really, that, that there's fights over religion and, and complete wars over religion which is basically the same, you know, a lot of a lot of you and your loved ones probably want the same things deep in your hearts, right? Nobody wants healthcare to, to be too expensive for the average family to afford. Everyone wants to make sure the children who live in poverty are fed, right? Like we have a lot of the same beliefs, um, but we have some different ideas of how the best way to, to achieve them. And, and sometimes we have different beliefs about what should be legal and what should be illegal. Um, but really, we all come from the same place, and it's really important to honor that through compassion, um, curiosity about perspectives, and as always, 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 guys, love always wins. Love always wins. Can you approach everyone you know with love first and foremost? 
and see how much your life changes. The process of dropping judgment is not easy. It's not easy at all. Every human judges. But when you can learn to release that judgment, it's freeing. You become free. You don't have to look at a meme and get filled with rage. You can release that judgment. You can choose another way. You can choose again. You don't have to dread seeing people who have different opinions from you because you're afraid they're going to bring something up. We can choose love and we can choose to release that judgment. So commit yourself to this. A really good book on this um, is by Gabby Bernstein, who's phenomenal. It's called Judgment Detox. It is absolutely incredible. I highly recommend it. Um, such a worthwhile way to release stress and anxiety in your life and return us back to where we came from, which is love. Okay. I love you guys. I hope you enjoyed this. If this message helped you in any way, please share it with the world. Um, let's get more people into a place of love and compassion and away from leading their lives with fear. Thanks so much.